0: All right, ladies. Shall we get down to business? Let's do it. All right.
1: Well, it is the last week of Black History Month. Um, I think it has been a very educational Black History Month. Um, And I think as far as news goes, all I have really is to say that we um, definitely did not have as much new um material that came out uh around this time um i'm always reminded of like when uh black panther came out in february there was a lot of hype um i think this the biggest thing that happened for us this black history month was we got cinderella finally after all these years um uh, available to more people. Um, as far as the parks go, because you guys know I always come to you with the park news, um, there are some changes that are planned for Walt Disney World, which is currently the only park in the U.S. that's open. Um, they will be making some changes to uh, the ride that is within Epcot, um, and at, which I think is for the better. Um, and then they are also thinking of expanding and making a new park. Um, so right now, Magic Kingdom you know, which is the oldest park in the group. Uh, they're thinking of either expanding it or creating an additional kingdom similar to how they made fantasy land. Um, and the new one would be, well, the rumor is it might be focused on the villains. And I know you guys like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So it could be quite interesting. Um, and I, I just, for me, I just think I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that even in the age of this panorama, uh companies are still thinking forward about what you know future plans they should have as far as developmental things. Because outsides has to open eventually. Um even though we just celebrated celebrated, that's not the right word. Commemorated not the right word. Commemorated five hundred thousand people have passed away from coronavirus, which is absolutely wild. So, um, you know, I I, I I say this as we end the Black History Month. Um, I, I hope people are still taking it seriously. I know for me, I continue to hear about people that I know personally um, getting coronavirus and not for not doing the right things. Like they are wearing their masks, they're limiting their contact. Um, but if you have the kind of job where you have to go out into the world every day, all I can pray is that, you stay masked up. You social distance. and You wash your hands. <laughs> right. Epcot is at Disney World, which is in Florida. Um, so he, Walt created Disneyland first because that's where the animation studios were originally, and uh, so that's where that's where it was. Um, he wanted to create a place where you could take your family and everyone in the family could have a good time. Because amusement parks at the at that time were just thrill rides. It was just thrill rides. He wanted to have a space where, you know, you could bring grandma and mom and dad, your 10-year-old, your four-year-old, and your teenager, and everyone could have a good time. And then, really, Walt Disney World, especially Epcot, was supposed to be its own, like, country, really. Like, it, like, around Walt Disney World, Disney owns all of that. They own the infrastructure. They own the water. They own the electricity. They... They don't, they're not beholden to anyone. It's literally its own zip code and its own, like, almost separate nation. (laughs) Um, But he wanted to create a, like, Epcot is a a world of the future. Like, he wanted to create what the ideal city should look and function like. And it just didn't get to see it done before he passed. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, uh, should I be, be, uh, blessed to have a husband, I need him to know that I will suggest getting married at Disney World. (laughs) It it will be on my list. And if we don't, at least one of our anniversaries needs to be commemorated uh, at the Princess Castle. If you're you're doing anything uh, celebration-wise, Disney will go all out. I mean, obviously it costs money, but, but literally, you can do Lots of really good things. There's on the things that they do for these people. I'm like, this is if someone loved me, they would know to plan something like this. Oh, I was gonna see if you wanted to talk about the Cruella trailer that came out last week. I I don't know. I don't know the full plot of the movie. I know that Emma Stone is playing Cruella. I don't know how I feel about that as far as casting, um, because I don't know. I, I think Cruella is one of the most. I, I enjoyed the way she was drawn. Like she was drawn to look pure. There's nothing soft or feminine. It's just just strikingly like she's just. You see her, and she's a force. And Emma does Emma Stone doesn't give me. I mean, she's. I, I'm enjoying the the placement of her face I guess like she's she's trying to look pointy but she's not pointy I don't know I just see the silly comedian girl like I can't not see her as a comedic actress and I mean that's not really fair to her I'm sure she's a great actress who can do lots of things but she always seems to play the funny snarky girl and that's not Cruella Deville to me yeah She's that little cherub. She has a cherub face. She's one step away from winning me one of them squishy face girls. And you know who I mean. And I just, you know, like your Reese Witherspoons and your like they all have these like squishy faces. Yeah. Like and yeah, I can't. I don't know how I can take her seriously as Corella when she's one of the squishy face girls. I can't, it's I'm having difficulty, but. She's not a bad actress, so I don't think it's above her ability. I just when I when they told me that she was being Cruella, I was not excited. Especially when you had Angelina as Maleficent. Like that, like that casting was like perfect. Like I was like, yes, okay. That's fine. Glenn Close did an amazing job. And they did so much so that they made 102, which they didn't need. Which they didn't need. But but Glenn Close did such a good job. Like she was. The cart, like she, she was the cartoon come to life. I think that they're going in a different direction with this show. And to Nisi's point earlier about I don't know if you've seen Once Upon a Time, but that version of Cruella was like just like why are you doing this? <laughs> like what? What is the reason? What was the reason? So oh, not gonna lie, a Jafar movie would give me, especially if they cast like a really. Sexy Middle Eastern guy, and he came up on the streets like Aladdin, but then was super smart and worked his way into becoming the Grand Vizier. Like, I want to see that story. How did this guy become the Grand Vizier? Like, I I think that is a story. Disney, if you take it, please give us royalties for giving you this wonderful idea. Another villain we need to see as we round out our news section. This is us thinking about with so we've said we have we're getting Cruella we've got Malef. we had Maleficent I would like to see Ursula and I think that that would be an amazing story <laughs> why is she so like how does she become the sea witch um and if you would like to give your version of what you think of these new shows and, and um, basically anything that we're talking about today, you can easily do that through your own podcast. All right, ladies. So our business for today is Cinderella. Rogers and Hammer signs Cinderella. Um, starring Brandy Norwood and Whitney Houston. I have to say that this, when this came out, uh, as an ABC special presentation, um, I was front and center. Like I was beyond thrilled that this was coming out, um, and I remember watching it when it um, debuted. Um, so uh, some history. So di- so Disney bought, or Disney and ABC have had a relationship for a while. And back in the day, there was the Wonderful World. Of Disney, and they used to show special movies on ABC. Um, so this, when this came out in 1997, it had been a while since we'd had a movie um, debut on ABC like this. But I just remember being so excited that this was happening, because as you guys know, Cinderella is my favorite princess, and it was the Rodgers and Hammerstein version of the show, which had been for me the other version the only other version of this show i'd seen at that time was when uh julie andrews had done it on broadway
2: i i I really really enjoyed it i don't recall if i watched it when it debuted because i was like nine so i'm not really sure but i do remember watching it multiple times and i do remember relating you know, like every child does, you relate to the character that is being abused. (laughs) It's like all these chores, you know? And, but she was so, like, Brandy played that, that like she played the princess so well and Cinderella. And it was just, she was so kind and sweet. And there was that one, uh, that one scene where her, where her stepmother says like that she can't imagine, like she shouldn't imagine herself at a ball. And that like single tear comes down her face. And I was just like, no, Brandy oh man it was, i was like how dare she make her cry that single tear i want to punch that lady in the face but yeah not
1: was... punch bernadette peters
2: i love bernadette peters okay but like you're not gonna tell my girl that she shouldn't even imagine herself at a ball like i was just like the audacity rude but i love bernadette. i remember i remember watching it the night it premiered. I was
0: born in Hawaii at the time and just like we did with The Lion King, we recorded it. We bootlegged it right off the TV. Um, and every time I watched it afterwards, I was able to fast forward through the, the limited commercials. There were limited commercials when it premiered. Um, I just loved seeing all of that the, the in the cast, even at nine years old. I just, like, black princess, white stepmom that had a black and white daughter, a Filipino prince that had a black and white, that had black and white parents. It was just, I loved it. It was nice for my little child heart to see.
1: And the thing is, so Whitney originally presented this to be done in 1993, and she was actually going to play Cinderella. But it got delayed for so many years that by the time they finally greenlit it, she was like, "Yeah, I can't. That's not gonna work out. I'm a little too old to be playing Cinderella." And she, she was offered, too old in 1993. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, makeup is a thing. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've like seen a lot of Broadway shows, but some of those people playing, you know, the role of the ingenue are not always young I mean it's not as bad as it, it wouldn't have been as bad as the Wiz Dor- uh, Diana Ross had no rights
2: oh, Yeah. goodness right. the Wiz
0: uh-huh. that was a whole <laughs> with children she had both children <laughs> by the time the Wiz came out playing Dorothy she had her nerves but
2: she was great in it so you know she did a great job you know, a fully grown icon. Of course, she did a great job. <laughs> of course. Uh, so I did some, you know, pretty extensive detective work on all things Cinderella. Um, I watched my favorite Cinderella. Uh, my favorite one is Ever After. Not that I don't like the Roger and Hammerstein version. I just like this version so much more because it gave Cinderella so much more depth, and I thought that was great. So I enjoy *Ever After*, but that was there. There aren't many differences between the the ones that have been captured on like live action film, and the animated one. There aren't many differences. They are all pretty much derivative of the. Charles Perrault vision, version of the Cinderella story, even though the Cinderella story has been around for like 2,000 years. It's even got a Chinese version and an Arabian version. Uh, not Arabian, that's not a place. A Middle Eastern version called Arabian Nights. So it's been around for quite some time, but the Charles Perrault version was the, uh, the first version to introduce the um, the pumpkin as a carriage, the godmother, and the glass slippers. So the, anything that you see of now, like of those stories with that, with those like, bits of of, like those, uh, I'm trying to like, lost the word in my head, with those uh, plot points, mm. (laughs) with those things that's from the Charles Perrault (laughs) version. And it was, I mean, all the, the, the same moral is, you know, the moral of the story is to just be kind, and loving despite everything that could be happening to you that is negative so who can hate that moral you know that's a that's a great moral and it's a great story how do you guys
0: feel about the music in this version of cinderella compared to other versions you've seen
2: i'm not sure if if you can if you can like well because the main song in the cinderella animated version is that like a dream is a. A, a dream is a wish your heart makes is that like the main song okay so then like i don't know you could top that because that song was pretty great and i don't like even though i watched the Roger and hammerstein version there aren't any songs that stick out to me like that one so interesting from the end,
1: i i i actually prefer the music in the rogers and hammerstein version um in my own little corner in my own little chair i know that feeling um uh and i i know, brandy did an excellent job with it um i also like bernadette mm-hmm. uh, falling in love with love i i just that's the jam oh just, my just,
0: goodness that it go like oh my goodness listen yes a number one a number gold star that song is just and it yes. is different. Because all the things she's saying is
1: facts. Like, yeah, falling in love with love is mm-hmm. falling for make believe. Don't be listening to all this crap people trying to tell yes. you in your ear. Girl, get your money, get mm. your understanding of what of But she knows because she fell in love with Cinderella's father, and then he left or died and left her with all this crap to deal with. Like, I get it. I understand her frustration. I get it.
0: Mm-hmm. When uh when I watched the movie just recently, I always watch things time. with captions on. So honestly, watching this movie, yes. I was doing karaoke, and when that song came on, I was yeah. belting, belting. You know my neighbors? I mean, it's me it's night. just I don't know that like.
1: First of all, Bernadette Peters is amazing, so that's just that. Yeah. but that mm-hmm. song, like, mm-hmm. have I taught you girls nothing? Like. I've been doing all that. Have you been listening to what I'm saying? Like, girl, you better tell these children. Oh. And then the song, when they come back from the ball, and Cinderella's trying to act like she didn't know that she wasn't there. And she's like, I imagine Mm -hmm. that it was like this. And then this happened. Girl, I don't know who you think you're playing with.
0: Ugh.
2: Right.
0: Oh, you just she just describe described the whole too much. If she had to just shut her. And I'm just supposed to believe that she, if she, had
1: out she had there. just shut up. And I also love <laughs> the uh the stepsister song when they are in the garden watching Cinderella and the prince get to know each other. And they're like, Well, she's That's only as dainty as a Daisy. I mean, she's only cute. Like I don't understand why he all into her. Like,
2: I just <laughs> she's
1: so good. Like, oh my God, just cause she's pretty and she knows how to talk good, like whatever. Like it's just <laughs> i, I, oh, I gosh, love it
2: gorgeous.
1: right like yeah, the, the attitude cute. is just and i mean and it's all and i will bring up you know uh the one of the daughters died uh recently um gosh her yeah. sorry let me get her name so that i can i can do this properly calliope Vivine cox Vivine cox uh passed away like two weeks ago like and it was just right before mm-hmm. this dropped mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's just, oh the time, the timing was just so. Mm. But um, but yeah, and she was young. Yeah, that's sad. She was young. She was only um, fifty eight. Yeah. But okay. she's been doing. she had been doing um Broadway, and, uh, she appeared in this, and she was also did did some acting. She was also in Aaron Brockovich um oh. in a at the same time but yeah like i i i love the songs i feel like the songs are and these are the rogers and hammerstein songs it's a different vibe like i find that disney animated version it's just it's all obviously disneyfied right and that's a, that's a different feel um yeah. it's it's more innocent i guess there's a bit yeah. more spice, I think, to the Rogers and Hammerstein version.
2: Yeah, the spice is Whitney. <laughs> she Listen, came in there and She was like, hey, girl. That's facts. That's <laughs> hey, girl, did facts. To, did you need to get to this
1: ball? <laughs> like, right, ball. like, she comes in with all the two, too, though. Like, she comes in like, so, uh, it seems like you need to go to the ball. What are you gonna do? Follow the law and follow your feet. Like, girl, what can you
2: make me my dress like maybe my dress is not playing with me like what is this, Seriously. this is Seriously. Ah.
0: she really she came in there slinging insults like so <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gonna get you like you just mm-hmm. gonna sit here
0: <laughs> dreaming and shit like what are you gonna do about it go
1: um to to your the question i think that the songs in the rogers and heimer's time hit better um but i love uh wish um uh Cinderella's main song in uh the animated feature but if I was going to pick songs it would be the Rodgers and Hammerstein
0: I agree I agree even I- um Jason Alexander's song <laughs> listen naming
1: all the names of the mm-hmm. of the uh, it's it's just too good man it's so good um, like Herbert. Herbert, Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, <laughs> that is. I mean, even ten minutes ago, when they are falling in love, they're falling in love. Now, mind you, um, I do like the slow jam. That is so. This is love. Don't get me wrong. That can set a mood, but. Ten minutes ago, just to explain, like they both know, this crazy, but I love you. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, I I don't know. Like this is this is my like I can't tell you how excited I was that this was finally making it to Disney Plus because I had bootleg versions, and you guys know that I'm not a fan of the bootleg. That I I was like I gotta I need to get my fix, and I, the only other version I had of this initially was on a VHS and who's walking around with a VCR? Not I said the cat. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one years, at least a decade. Right. So when I downloaded it back in the day when downloading was a thing that I did, it was to be cherished (laughs) forever because I absolutely love. And then, and then think for the time, the blind casting of this movie was just delicious like I as a a girl who grew up in the theater and and you know was always concerned that I wouldn't get picked for certain roles because you know how can you be the the female lead if the white if the male lead is white like that's just a thing that crosses your mind because a lot of directors don't consider blind casting Mm -hmm. This was done wonderfully. And like, I was not thinking at all when I was watching, oh my God, like, why is he Filipino and his mother is black? And it, like, it it didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter.
0: See, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where there are a lot of mixed couples and therefore a lot of mixed children. And I've seen a lot of mixed children whose parents are black and white who look asian <laughs> they look like asian children so i didn't question it because i was like oh i've seen that before that's that's just the mixed kid that's fine <laughs> this is cool
2: i i thought it was fantastic that was my probably my favorite part was that race was never really brought never brought up at all uh there was even one of the one of the noble women that they went to go you know try the shoe on uh try the shoe on even one of them was
1: We lost your sound.
0: You can't hear me? Hello? Nope, now we can. I can hear you now. For a, se- huh. for a second while you were talking, it just cut out. I thought it was just me because okay. that's been
2: happening a lot on
0: my end lately. And I've just been... Sorry.
2: Worried. Um, But yeah, I love that. I absolutely love how... Um, you know, just the the actor and whether or not they could sing <laughs> mattered more than what color and race they were. And it was just like, oh, fantastic! And I was shocked to see like you came out in nineteen was it nineteen ninety eight? So it was like, yeah, you're right. The timing of that, like, I guess like TV show wise, like UPN and stuff was going on and everything. But like, really in movies, especially Disney movies, like that was out of this world. So, so
1: you know, as I was saying before. Disney had stopped doing its wonderful world of color or wonderful world of Disney premieres for a little bit. And this jump started it again, where they started to again show Disney movies at prime time on ABC. Um, but this had been in development since 1993. Whitney Houston thought it made sense for them to, you know, do this live action version of the show. And she was part of every piece of the development and I think that that's just awesome like as something in her legacy I think that this is great and I think she did a wonderful job as um the fairy godmother her and brandy together was it just it was magical like like i think it was perfect casting it the acting was great the singing was great i mean like to your point actually even jason alexander like seeing his little yeah. like um grand like i don't know what his role was exactly but the consort to the prince just like it, everything was perfect and i and the the the, the costumes
0: the costumes, the costumes. The costumes, so I, I don't know, they were like the perfect blend of opulent quality and cheesiness. It was just yes. like, and I loved it so much. It was just so cute.
2: Yes, so I loved I, it a lot. I watched a, I watched a bunch of versions, right? So in all, in most of the versions that i watched, the stepsisters are dressed in ways where you're just like, girl, why? <laughs> what, <laughs> like, what? Like, what are you like with these colors and everything? They're all very, very bold, like, too bold. You know, like, trying to make up yeah. for the fact that they're both awkward or like not that charming. <laughs> so I was just I like, I thought oh, it was I love so where these Everyone costumes. else
1: at the party was in shades of blue and purple. And
2: here <laughs> yeah. they come with
1: this bright lime green and this <laughs> like, yes. monstrosity. And I was just like, <laughs> He not going to pick y'all. He not going to pick y'all. Well,
2: because they're trying to stand out in a way that other people aren't and in other ways that they cannot because they were not attractive and they were not. I mean, in the Roger Hammerstein version, I do think that both of those women were decently attractive. and They uh, were. They made them look... Vivian is gorgeous. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) So speaking of Jason Alexander's character, that's not in the original script. They added him to add extra comedy and he did that...
2: Good job. Perfectly,
0: yeah, that was a good choice.
1: Yeah, was, Lionel. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like when he was on. Why are you on the floor? And they just look at him like, "Oh, it's just Lionel." Like, what? <laughs> <The floor>
0: sometimes So <gasps> good. Um. Yeah. So it, the last when Bernadette person- Peters was like your full head of skin. <laughs> <laughs> And then he had the nerve to say, "No touching, please." Right, right. Don't touch. No touch. No touch. <laughs> so good. Oh God, I might. Cause <sighs> I
1: mean, he, um, he wanted to make sure that, um, his character wasn't just George from Seinfeld, put into a Cinderella movie? Because he knew that that's why they cast him, right? They cast him, mm-hmm. him for his was awkward George Costanza-ness. And he was like, can I just yeah. be like somebody else? And they're like, mm, no. He's <laughs> 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 like, can I be smooth? Just a little. Mm, I don't know. Um, Maybe. <laughs> but they did try to they, they changed some of the jokes because initially, because like, like I said, added character, some of the jokes initially referenced or made allusions to George Cassandra type things, and he was like, no, we gotta cut that out. like I'll, <laughs> I'll act like him, but I don't need all of that. Um, I just, <laughs> I was so, I don't know, I love this movie. like I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it, and now that it is more easily accessible on Disney+, Plus I'm through the roof.
0: I've been waiting for that for years. I don't know how many times I've just randomly had the urge to watch this version of Cinderella and can't find it on any streaming service ever. And now it's finally there. I, I think I've watched it at least seven times since they've added it onto Disney. Yeah. I watched it the day it dropped. TV.
1: I watched it that weekend. I mean, because it came out at the perfect time. It was Valentine's Day weekend. Like, okay. Yes. Well, um and then bernadette peters is just her voice man like she
0: got some pipes pipes she She got some pipes (laughs) she does yeah she also just seems like a lot of fun oh yeah she does oh yeah yeah Um, i want to hang out with her i don't know much about you know broadway divas or anything like that i know some of the major ones and everything and i just i feel like out of like her and like a Barbara Streisand and uh who's the other one? Bet Midler. Bet Midler. Bette Midler. Yeah. I feel even though I feel like Bet Midler is probably a lot of fun too. I feel like oh uh, definitely. I feel like Bernadette Peters is just super fun. Like she'll take a shot with you at the bar, and then like if you dare her to dance on top of the bar, she'll do it. <laughs> and, yeah, and I she seem like that. that. Now. Hold yeah, on, okay. who? Who's the one? Which one is in First Wives Club and Hocus Pocus? Which Bet, one was that? That's Beth Bet, Bet 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 Miller. That's Bed Miller. I, mm-hmm. I thought that. I thought that. Yeah. Speaking I speaking of pipes, that. though. Beth Miller got some pipes too. She got pipes. Yeah. I just watched. Christian is another one. I just watched Hocus Pocus again because you know it's spooky season all year for me, and uh, <laughs> I put a spell on you. I was like, okay, yeah. bitch. Yes, you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's great. I mean, so did oh, you have that. you see so I would suggest to you, if you have not already, to watch Gypsy. If you enjoy Bet. Uh so her version. Okay. For so I think one, you would enjoy the movie Gypsy. And secondly, you need to watch the Bet Midler version. Uh, the older version is also very good, but the Bette Midler version, delightful, especially if you enjoy her pipes. I do, and it, I, I think, think it's it. uh, I think it's on Netflix still. But either way, you it's easily findable. <laughs> it's, it, it's easily findable. Give it a look.
2: I would... dang. Now I'm thinking about like Bette Midler's songs, and I'm like, man, yeah, she got some pipes. <laughs> That's like stuck in my head. Sorry, you got are some... yeah. Brought me back
0: nostalgically. Bride, uh, yeah. They'll blow the house down.
1: Listen. And and so it was for me the choice of picking Brandy who was at the precipice of her career when this movie came mm-hmm. out. You know, she had just dropped Brandy her debut album. <laughs> not too long, you know, not too long before this, you know, she was asked or requested to audition for this. But when Whitney Houston says let's pick that one i don't know like how much more pride could you have with your talent than whitney houston being like yeah she should be cinderella
2: weren't they listen brandy has been riding that talent wave like because she's been riding that whitney wave like since it happened like she will fight people right now over whitney
0: (laughs) somebody's like i definitely remember when, when whitney died and people were sharing their stories that they have with Whitney Houston and Brandy was like no my stories my stories with Whitney Houston are the ones that need to be told these are the important ones yes she, yeah, yeah. she was distraught yeah I
2: mean, I mean, and, and, it was, and there was the last
1: time we had, yeah. had a, a, a black princess right we had to wait almost 10 mm-hmm. years until we got Tiana. Tiana when did Princess in the come out? 2007 2009,
0: 2009. So a whole decade. Nine, yeah. A, a decade. decade, yeah. We had to oh. wait
1: 10 plus years to get another Black princess. But... Over uh, a decade. Yeah, over a decade, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm... <sighs> I just love the fact that Whitney had such a vested interest in this. And I think that's part of the reason that it made it good. I mean, not that the song, the songs by themselves. Cause like I said, I've seen the original, well, I've seen the version with Julie Andrews and Julie, you know, Julie's got pipes. Like there's no Julie's fine. Um, Miss Andrews, sorry.
0: Uh, I, I talk about... Getting it like all familiar said, with I her. <laughs> I know! Girl, what you mean? Yeah, No, I no. Me and Juju, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, I know right. Juju. <laughs>
1: exactly. No, Dame... Dame Julie Andrews. She has been nice. No, I think um, the modernization of some of the songs was was really well done. And mostly in the orchestration, not in, like, how it was... But, I mean, Brandy was a pop star, right? She's mm-hmm. an R&B diva now. Uh, being able to translate... Because I don't think it's the same, right? I don't think it's the same singing radio songs and Broadway songs. Like, you have to use a different set of skills. It's a different- um, And I think she did yeah. a really great job. I mean, and Whitney's just gonna blow, like, wherever she... Whatever she's singing. From the church... To the Kona store. Wherever she's
2: singing at, she just don't blow. She killed it. She's gonna blow. <laughs> uh, I I love seeing her on screen. Like I, I didn't realize how much I missed her until I was watching it and I was like, man, I miss her. And, and and it she's so can act. And I,
1: I bring this yes. up because we are going okay. to talk about someone who is a delightful oh, singer, but is not good at the acting. And you listening probably already know who i am referring to it's black history i don't care listen i mean, I, I knew we were going like we to get to this
0: said on this show before she can't act <laughs> she can't
1: right so um w- this week we also b- watched uh black is king which was produced yeah. um and performed by mrs carter i believe you guys call her Beyonce. Um oh Mrs nose, nose carter. Sorry, I'm
0: Mrs. Nose, nose, is. nose Carter. He is they, she's not hyphenated. Ma'am. Is she hyphenated? They they all yes. are hyphenated. They oh, are I all nose carters.
1: I did not know that. That yeah. is new to me. <laughs> I I,
0: know I've, been nose nose I've been out here calling her Mrs. Carter,
1: and that's not even her name. My bad. My
0: bad. Oh, yeah. All right. So we
1: will we will get to our review of Black and the King. Black is King in a moment. But before we do, ladies, I have a Disney question of the day for you. If you had to live or experience a scene from any Disney animated movie, animated movie, what, what scene would you want to live or experience? Either as the character or as someone by standing watching it happen.
2: I'll go. I've been thinking about this for an entire five seconds now. And I have decided it would absolutely be either a ball, like it's two things, either a ball because every ball looks amazing. But I would say um, the Beauty and the Beast ball, like that ballroom, like that scene where they're dancing together, like that looks amazing. And I would fall in love with my captor too. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. And then there's um, and then this kiss the girl, like the scene where they're in the boat and they're just uh, Little Mermaid and Eric are in the boat and they're just like you know, being twisted around by the fishies and all the nature at nighttime. Like, I would be like, You gonna kiss me or what? Like, that would be those two. Oh,
1: you would have taken out a piece of paper, like, I saved you from your sneaking <laughs> shit. Please kiss me immediately.
2: Yeah, I'd be one of them. It'd be like, uh, find out what this mouth wow. did. Wow! See, oh I, he'd be like, what? Oh goodness! <laughs> he'd be like, okay? No, oh my goodness! God. Oh my
0: goodness! My, you now, now, you know. My is like, she was sixteen said,
1: years old. She was not telling him what her mouth did. I just want to let you know that that is the case.
0: I don't know. Sixteen-year-olds. I, I don't know that
2: she was trying to use her body language, like <sighs> Ursula told her to. So uh, I, I, I mean,
0: will not
1: let you corrupt my Disney movies do. like this. I won't. No, I, I won't mean, have it. I am not going to have it.
0: Disney princesses, and then they be getting no. married. Like these sixteen-year-olds, they be, be getting, getting married. married, but they don't do
1: anything until they get married. Is the point I'm trying to get across mean, to Lisa. you? They
0: still 16 in May. I don't believe, that, oh. mm-hmm. I don't believe no, that either. I, really. that. I think they got a little bit of <laughs> the in no. before the wedding. That's Disney
1: princesses do not <laughs> engage in premarital affairs. I just want you guys to know this as a natural fact.
2: Mm. I don't know about uh, that. I don't know if I trust your assessment, but hey, we could all have our separate opinions on. These disney like this is too young
1: for me to think of them in that way like the like maybe cinderella but she definitely never left the house so it she's she, she's 21 pocahontas was i mean pocahontas kissed john smith but that's as far as they went in the disney
2: movie all of
1: these
0: princesses marry, lay they lay their eyes on
1: and the mm, worst of it, the worst of it is tangled, and we talked about that already. The worst of it, we, is did. we tangled, it. ma'am. You haven't seen people. Yeah. This, and you know he's <laughs> a thief, girl. Nah, go go have a seat, please. I, eat a Snickers and take a nap.
2: Can you let these women fall in love with whomever they fall no, in love with? I refuse, even if they met them before they I met other see. people the only okay. smart
1: one was right. jasmine who was like i'm gonna evaluate this situation first That's and true. then i'm gonna be like i'm gonna she said i'm gonna i'm going marry who i want to marry y'all not forced me to marry nobody and she called him out as a liar from day one now mind you she's believed his lie when he said that he was really a prince but he was technically because the wish made him one but she called him out straight from the gate sir i met you in the road not even twelve hours ago. <laughs> why are you pretending Hello? all of this? She don't smart one. She wasn't about to get in his pants. Anyways, I you I like that's a that's Jasmine,
0: another topic. Jasmine use, that was a tangent. Jasmine didn't use Raja as much as she should have, because that tiger should have been eaten, folks. He should have been teaching Agreed. people. And I, I would have employed that weapon as often as I possibly could. Like <laughs>
1: Ask exactly. me where 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 would you where would you find yourself <laughs> if you could uh, live in a Disney animated experience?
0: So funnily enough, I chose a scene from Aladdin, and it would be the Prince Ali parade. Ma'am, moment. yes, yes, that was a close Ma'am. third. That was
2: a close yes. third.
0: Yes. That's what I would like to. See.
2: They throwing money in the streets.
0: They was throwing, I was just—they was throwing gold through the streets. You know what I'm saying? There was animals and magic, and I—I I just even if I wasn't, even like, yeah. Even if I wasn't I'm like, you know, like the genie or a main character, if I could just be close enough to grab some cash, I'd be all right. Like so scoop that up in this bag.
1: All right, I feel you. I feel you. Um, for once, I'm not gonna name a scene from The Aristocats. However, if I was a cat, if I was not a human but was indeed actually a cat, the the when they got to the Scat Cat and his crew and they was having that little party, that looked like it was like a ball, like an absolute fun musical fest. I'd be about it. But as a human. I'm going to have to go with Ashley and say I want to be welcoming Prince Ali. I mean, he's got elephants and monkeys and his strongmen and his cooks and chefs. I mean, like you said, he was throwing out goats. He was just. Hold on. And his chefs, they brought baked bet, like bread. Like it on was the, food, there was money, there was the yeah, music, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. a good time. Everybody had a good time that day. I would like to be there in Agrabah, getting excited for this new suitor. Probably the best one she ever had. She better marry him too. You know what I mean? Like we be gossiping talking about
0: came here with a parade and a song. Right. Else a Nobody. Party.
1: That <laughs> other guy came in here and nearly whipped those children in the middle of the street. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be at the. I forgot the Prince right. of course. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude. you're right. All the other dude, like, dudes have been coming to her house for a good solid year, and she been like, I don't know. I don't like this one. No, thank you. <laughs> Prince Ali came with the whole menagerie: an elephant, yeah. a flying <laughs> carpet. Like,
0: no, he said, let me show you. How I it, okay, let me show you. Large, and, it, and see if you can see yourself in this lifestyle with me, right? Okay, girl. Like, I'd have been in the street. Like, <laughs> if she do not marry you, I will. <laughs> like, and you can show me the world, Prince Ali. show me
1: the whole world. Y'all gonna be telling him about songs he ain't singing. <laughs> show me the world, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> i i i the, I think I'm that the, those are all of, all of the choices <laughs> were fun. I think there's some really good scenes um good scenes to be had but uh that <laughs> uh the prince alisan so it reminds me the extravagance of all that uh as we move into our disney rewatch. I don't even know if I want to call this a Disney movie. It's a Beyonce film, but put out through Disney. Um, I so we watched Blackest King, um, which is a I want to say it's a a, a long form music video um, montage, perhaps is what I would call it, um, that came sure. out in twenty twenty. Oh uh, last year um in July, and visually stunning, I think, is what I would say if you were to ask me about this movie and you wanted me to say something positive. <laughs> I would tell you that it was visually stunning um. And she curated it after her stint with the Lion King, the live-action Lion King. And I was surprised to find how much of the Lion King story she weaved into this visual album
0: is what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that, for me, added a level of creativity. And um, it added to the experience, I think, because hearing... The characters kind of described it through the dialogue of the movie, and then seeing that represented mm-hmm. as an emotion through the music was, I think, um, artistically wonderful.
2: Yes. Um, I loved uh, a lot of the, I mean, visually stunning, uh, yes. But um, <clears throat> I also liked the way she was telling the story. I did like that she was using like parts, like bits and pieces. From Lion King, like the most, I feel like the most, I guess, maybe not most iconic um, phrases, but it would be like the phrases that absolutely led the movie on, like pushed the movie (laughs) forward. So
1: yeah, so so as far as like casting, so Beyonce played a spiritual guide that was guiding the king (laughs) through through the transition of the movie right um so there was a young boy who was inspired by simba and we saw his um growth over time right so simba was played by two different characters as a young boy and as an adult prince um there was also this the blue man character who was the subconscious of the prince, who, as he moved and transitioned through different situations, was there to represent how he was feeling or what he could be feeling. Um, Then you had a Nala representative, which was the prince's love interest. You had a villain. Okay, so the guy who played the villain, his name is uh Warren Masamola. Like when in the beginning and I saw this guy and his mouth opened so wide I was trying to understand why that was but then like oh he's scar like he like he's the lion the antagonist I thought I mean yeah he scared me a little bit I was like I don't I don't I'm I'm worried for this kid and when he walked into that you know in yeah. the beginning scene not in the beginning scene but the second scene when he walked into the warehouse. I was like, that don't go. <laughs> no,
2: don't seem
1: <laughs> don't, like a place that you should go. <laughs> um, and then the prince's father and mother, Mufasa and Sarabi were represented. And then um Mary Twala represented Rafiki, um, an elder. Um, and then the fact that they had the fact that she got Fumi Day into I, I mean, I'm not gonna fault her. She got the really best people to bring this visual album to life. Like the artists that she got to do the costumes and the art direction and the music and the singing, the dancing. So I was not prepared for the the dancing. I don't know what I thought was gonna happen. but I wasn't prepared for the amount (laughs) and the cultural representation in the dancing. Um, not gonna say that I enjoy watching Beyonce do it, but her other dancers, amazing. Are we I saying not, Beyonce can't? Like all. what are we I saying? Say, I just when she does traditional African dances, it doesn't come across to me. That's all I'm saying. I see.
0: Hmm. Well, Ashley, what did you think? I agree that the movie was visually stunning. I think um the sound was pleasing as well to me. I like the songs in it. Um, I think this is... this. I don't think Beyoncé should act. I think she should continue making visual albums because the last one she made was Lemonade and Lemonade was wonderful. I love that from start to finish. And so I think her Very strength much. is definitely these visual albums. I think she took what Michael Jackson was doing during his prime and made it Beyonce's and I appreciate that. I also absolutely (laughs) loved all of the costumes and all of the cultural representation that was in this movie. I liked how she was uh, portrayed as different um, African deities. I appreciated that. I appreciated how everybody was dripping in gold the whole time the opulent i love seeing yeah, I was black like- people in opulence that is one of my favorite things and it was just the whole time just opulent black people and i loved it um the dancing the dancing was great for me i just when i watched it i was just like i felt real black and i felt real powerful and i i was i loved being black i love being black all the time but i felt like that was just mm-hmm. i felt like this was a moment of black visibility not only black visibility but african visibility because i think a lot um well for me i'll speak personally um i'm a black american i don't know where in africa my ancestors come from and so i've always felt a disconnect and i always I I would imagine that trying to connect back to Africa culturally, I always felt like I was intruding, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't really mine. I'm a black American. I'm not. Even if, even if you call yourself an African American, you might not necessarily have those ties to Africa, you know what I'm saying? And not to say that Beyonce gave me permission or whatever to want to explore Africa. But I think, she, I think she opened the gate for a lot of Black people to be like, you know, well, maybe the things that I thought about African culture are not exactly accurate. And the fact that she was portrayed as different African deities where a lot of Black Americans that I've encountered consider those things to be evil. You know what I'm saying? And I, I appreciated her showing those things in the manner that she showed them. <laughs> I
1: agree with everything that you said. I don't have any... Um, I don't think I'd take away from anything that you said. I think as a critical observer of Mrs. Carter Knowles or Knowles Carter's work, I was looking at it to see... Where, what she was trying to present to us, and I think she told a cohesive story. I think all of the pieces worked together to make a, a, a really, a really good visible representation for the story she wanted to come across about the blackest king. I mean, she, I think she made her point. Um, some things visually that I was on oh, the lookout yeah. for, wh- which I did see was the range of blackness, right? We saw everyone from all different colors, different cultures represented. What I did not see was a variety of body um uh body type in the movie. Um and that was disappointing to me as as someone like I know my family, half Nigerian, half Jamaican, we come in all the shapes. <laughs> but everyone in this movie, with the exception of one of the um, African rappers towards the end, uh, I, I was disappointed that there weren't more people of, of substance, not substance, people of stature in the,
2: in the movie. Yeah, it was interesting to me too, because I did notice that she, she represented different types of femininity. Like she represented women who dressed, who were like studly. And, and women who wanted to be in their debutante gowns with their bows and wanted to drink, dance, you know, she represented a lot of different types of strength and empowerment, but that's kind of been Beyonce's crux for a while is the body positivity, you know, that's been a thing. Like last when she when she came out with Ivy Park, and it was her like her first, uh, when she first launched it, there were no plus sizes, right? And everybody had something to say about that. Like, we were just like, girl, how? <laughs> you know? So this time when she had her second launch, uh, she did in- include plus sizes up, up until, like, believe 3X. And she sent them to plus size. I mean, if you know, we're going to call like Missy that, Elliott you know, plus, plus size,
1: even though up. she's just a 16, but I guess that still counts.
2: I mean, that's plus size. But, I mean, she also sent it to uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh Gabaret x Mm. And Nicole Byer and some other some other people. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Like that's great. But yeah, you know, it's a little late. You know, we we all. I mean, I mean, just, I mean this has been continued. Like I I, happened, so. I I get it. Visu-
1: like you have a a visual picture of what you want to see in your head. I get that. I mean, I understand. But I just for me, I would have felt more included <laughs> if she had had um
0: some other women. I feel like beyond. Yeah, no, I definitely um... agree vision of body positivity is her body and bodies that are like hers so like the pear-shaped bottoms and things like that like if you have a slimmer waist and bigger hips and bigger thighs and a bigger butt you know what i'm saying i think she's she's definitely not one for boobies i know that for sure because there's definitely never any boobs but it's because that's her she's not Top heavy, you know. She's not. So I think, I think for her, Mm -hmm. body positivity means seeing more of her shape. And I've also noticed, yeah, I've also noticed that that's like a that's a big part of Beyonce's uh, performing identity is her her body shape, you know. And so I think Mm -hmm. even like with the selection of her dancers on tour, the dancers that she had Mm -hmm. in Coachella. The, mm-hmm. the people that she had in Lemonade and mm-hmm. right on down to Black is King, they look like her,
1: mm-hmm. and not
0: they don't represent the many many body types and shapes. Because okay, there weren't skinny, skinny women either. there weren't
1: there weren't skinny women either. Like your your waifs and your you know smaller slimmer petite. You you didn't see that either. Um, okay. So I think Ashley, you nailed it on the head that she wants people that look like her you know and and i mean visually it makes sense we're all doing the same dance moves or whatever if we're all uniform i get it i just for me seeing someone like rihanna or even doja cat make it a point to have Mm -hmm. the diversity in the dancers means a lot to me (laughs) so that's the only thing yeah only thing that it was missing from this to make me critique it.
2: I will say last year uh, for Halloween, Tabria, this model, this plus size model named Tabria Majors? I don't remember her last name. Anyway, she did a whole – be uh, like, she dressed up as, as as Beyonce in a number of different music videos and did this whole, like, mini music video, smashing up all these videos together with her dancing in them, right? And she's a plus-size girl. So I, I, a part of me thinks that Beyonce kind of believes that maybe plus-size women can't be dancers. I mean, Lizzo is definitely changing that with all her dancers being plus-size or most of them being plus-size. And then, like, other people are doing that I as well. But – I feel like, I mean, I hope this plus size women can't be dancers because she had
0: a whole thing like around the B-Day era where she was going on tour then where she had like, and it was like a gimmick where she had plus size women. But you know why?
1: But you know why? When she was doing, so the reason she wrote Bootylicious was because she felt she was getting bigger. And um, and she was feeling a way about her size, and I think there are certain songs of hers where she, where to your point, her her body or the feminine figure is paramount to the message that's being put across. And she did have plus size women for that, but yeah. I feel like when she moved into this new phase of black excellence and power and being a boss, the Fat woman left and we haven't seen them again. And and that's the that's the it's like a subconscious message that bothers me as a plus size woman. Like we're fun for dancing like and sexuality, but when you want to get serious and tell a message, we are nowhere to be seen. That bothers me. And I maybe and I might be internalizing well, I because I am a plus size woman and I might be reading more into it, but that's how it reads.
2: No, I mean, I agree as a plus size woman as well. Like, I definitely think that her making a statement using plus size people would be yeah, even more amazing. Yeah. And I wish that she would do it. <laughs> I am glad to see that she expanded her line, but I wish that she had done that in the first place. Like, she would have considered us at all. It just seems like she just continues. Even with the, uh, the House of Darion, she also... And the the thing that
1: people people in the fashion industry will tell you is that it costs more to make clothes for plus size women. But I'm sorry, there is more fabric from a size zero to a size ten. Like you have to use more fabric. So like, why is it not the same basis to make a size ten or a size twenty? Like it has to be the same amount of fabric. No? Or am I crazy? (laughs) Me. No, you're right. It's right. i always right. not like good excuses. It's more fabric. It's okay.
2: <laughs> There's always. Like, so, I mean, the money the, is the there, money is right? There. Like, I know you. When, not when, when yeah, 50% of like,
1: women what? in America are overweight or obese, uh, yes, the money's there. We, saw, we all want to look cute
0: but it's fat phobia that's all it is yeah that's it you named it
1: you named it that's what it is
0: it's 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 more it's politic it's more politically correct to say oh it costs more or there's not a market for it than it is to just flat out say we don't like fat people and so we Mm -hmm. don't want fat people wearing our clothes (laughs) and
1: to that point and not and then even when they do i know we're turning this into a whole thing (laughs) even when they do have plus-size women they want them to be a, a specific shape. They want hourglasses. They want. I was t- going
0: to say that when Nisi brought up yep. uh, to Bria, like she's plus size, but she is the ideal shape plus size. She has a small waist she's, and she's got an hourglass. That's shape true. And her titties are proportional to the rest of her. Right. She, she doesn't does have not a belly have a gut, and is, and she does. I don't even think she has cellulite. Like she is when when people say they want plus size she women. Does. That's the plus size they're talking about, but that's not what
1: they're not, not talking about. Your apples like. or your ups or inverted triangles. They're not talking. They're they talk. They're talking about your pears um, and your hourglasses. That's right. that's it. And sorry, pears with no belly. With no no belly. belly. Just pair. like, if, you, if belly. You,
2: you can't have, no, no one can have a puppy or arms. You <laughs> can't do that. And don't have anything <laughs> going on under here. Like, you can't
0: have.
2: Oh yeah no, you gotta have you gotta have this, you gotta be right here, pink none of the, none of this, nothing like that. I remember somebody was talking about Tess Holiday, and they were like the only reason why she even got this this popular is because she has a great face and I was just like, man, I hate this world <laughs> like, can't we? I can't but yeah, things mm-hmm. that Beyonce needs to work on, you know for sure.
1: that was my critique, I think, oh. um, like I said, visually stunning, but I couldn't help. I couldn't help but notice that there were no fat people. <laughs> and not even just the women. <laughs> even in the men. Even in the men. There were no men of size in yeah. this video. They were all stealthy, delicious, chocolate African men, which I don't have a problem I mean. with. I'm not complaining. But black men that. also come in other shapes. I, I <laughs> do. <Damn. It is. laughs> there were some there were some delectable African men in this. Yeah, Choice I am mad at her at that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I was a black man, I might have wanted to yeah. see somebody who looked more like me if I was on the chunky side. But I get it. Visually appealing. I understand. The right. thickest guy in there was Jay-Z. Okay. Oh my, my my second critique. I am not a fan of Beyonce rapping. I, I don't particularly enjoy it I think she should I would much rather she belt out a ballad or do some poppy type R&B I understand why she raps I uh, she was one of the main writers of this show along with a poet um, and a screenwriter Uh, (laughs) I did really sit and try to uh, absorb the message that was being told through the poetry but some of it I mean again she's not my favorite even if it was voice acting i just i think she's sick
0: to singing and dancing i don't mind being rapping and
2: hmm? fashion
0: i said i don't mind being i say rapping uh i, I don't mind it. i i have you part confused yeah. me so I don't, I don't even know if i can say that i enjoy her fashion because it's like are you supposed to work out in it or
2: not i don't know Oh, no, no. I meant like mm-hmm. her dressing herself. Like she like mm-hmm. kills it. Whoever is dressing her, whatever
1: she picks, <laughs> I know, perfect. I think mm-hmm. makes no sense to me. It's, I think it's like but, but her- fashion loungewear. I don't, I don't know. I ain't mm-hmm. seen nobody at the gym in it. I ain't seen nobody at the gym in it.
0: Is what I'm saying. And I know it's, it's like expensive. Like and so fashion. I wouldn't want to sweat in it for real, yeah. for real. But it's made, it looks like you're supposed to sweat in it. I don't know.
2: It, I, I'm, so I think, I think it depends on like what you're purchasing. Cause they have like different, I mean, have I gone to the website? No. Cause I'm not, I'm poor, but like, you know, I think it's like, depend, it like, it depends on the, the type of line. So like the color and then the type. So there's like, there's like, I was looking at the, her Instagram and there's like this latte color. And it looks like, you know, regular, like something you could wear out on a walk. And then there's the latte that is like the shiny, like the, like, the one that looks like pleather or leather—I'm not sure if it must be real. I don't know, but that one looks like it's supposed to be like out in the club it's with not it or not something. style though, like I'm not
1: wearing a puffy jacket with a tank top and some pullaway pants. But someone out there—that's yeah. a whole outfit. Someone with someone—it's it's not mine. The not
0: major me. thing is the look now, and my cousin does it all the time, and I don't understand it. I do. I will never understand swishy pants and high heels and a dressy top. I don't get it. It looks weird to me. Listen, but- Aaliyah had a whole vibe
1: with her, um, one of those nylon pants or her little half bra and a and a big thick jacket, mm-hmm. right? But that remind that look what'd you call it, athleisure? That athleisure look reminds me of the 90s, and I don't Uh understand why we back there.
2: Everything comes back (laughs) around. Cause that's what happens. It's been thirty years. That's why we back there. It's okay. thirty when, years ago. That's why I
0: remember when Ivy Park every was thirty first years being announced and she was like the whole thing was like, Where is your park? And she was talking about how her dad like used to make her run and sing at the same time. And it was like it was supposed to be athletic wear. Mm. That's how it first came out. It was like leggings and sports bras and things that you wear to the gym. And now it's yeah just, now it's like a whole couture type line and I just don't understand is it the same or is it not? If
2: I uh, listen, I, don't, I know. don't know. I haven't shopped it. I so won't be buying no it.
1: Uh but it sure looks nice on the people she gives it to for free. Perhaps one day ladies sh- she will hear our plea and feel the need to gift us with something from her line to show us that she has heard our requests and suggestions and we too can dress in athleisure that is overpriced. Sorry, that's just...
0: I think we would have to stand. I don't know if y'all listen to the read, but Fury and Crystal stand for Beyonce on that show for like the first three years before she ever took notice of them. Then she finally noticed them and then she's like, okay, but it's because they were devout stands, like never had anything negative to say. Like spending thousands of dollars.
2: (laughs) Yes, but they also purchase out all her tickets and tours. They like wherever she is, they try to be I, so I mean there I are definitely like
1: that. things that I will spend <laughs> my money on. Um it will not be uh Beyoncé. I've been to a Beyonce concert. Um I know shocker, right? Uh I did not pay for that ticket though. So, so that is why I was there. Um now from a Disney perspective if she continues because there was the rumor that she signed on for three movie deals with them when she signed up to do lion king um so if you want to count lion king as one of them and black and king as a second there could be another under wraps disney plus exclusive thing going on because that's the other thing we could talk about real quick the fact that she was able to film and produce this and not near a person that wasn't involved knew like whatever NDA she got, people sign it must be thick as
2: butter. <laughs>
0: keeps her kit
1: locked,
2: And they always have it.
0: Hey. <laughs> she, she comes said, out with a whole album me. If I went <laughs> into a surprise, it's gonna be a surprise, okay? No leak. Ain't nobody. Yeah.
1: I mean, I give her props for that.
2: That's yeah, that's power.
0: Beyonce's that's power.
2: Also, the deal that she finesse. Like this deal she got is amazing. I will like, I will give her I would give her I, mean, smart,
1: I, 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 I think that's that's where her and Jay probably have the most commonality is they both have good a good sense of industry and in the business. Um and so I yeah, I mean um I think overall it was good it was good. I um I didn't watch it when it originally came out. I watched it specifically for this review, <laughs> but I'm not mad that I watched it. It was it was a delightful experience. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, this, uh, if you haven't checked it out, please take some time this month to watch it. Um, along with all of the other Black films from Disney that we highlighted this month. We started off this month with Lion King. Um, we have watched, again, Red Tails and Cinderella and Return remember the Titans, and I feel like I'm missing some, oh, Princess and the Frog. Um, And I feel like there's more. Oh, and Up, Up, and Away. And there is more. Um, So definitely, as we wind down Black History Month, for 2021, you know, take some time and, and check out these really good movies. I think we've given you guys enough information to, to, to figure out which ones you want to do, but you know, watch it with your kids, have these discussions because I think it's important and not just in February, but all year long um, so that they can continue to make more films like this. And we'd love your feedback. Um, You guys know, you can hit us up on our social medias. uh, That's down to Disney's on instagram and twitter that's d-o-w-n the number two d-i-s-n-e-s-s um feel free to send us your comments questions concerns <laughs> and uh and if you have a, a disney question of the day let us know We definitely would love to hear from you. Like and subscribe (laughs) to us on all of your podcast uh, stations, specifically Apple. We would love you to rate us there so that we can bump up on the um, search bar so people can find our show on Anchor, which is now um, linked up with Spotify. You can also subscribe to us so that you can um, know and be alerted when our next show is out. Ladies, it has been a wonderful evening talking with both of you and a wonderful Black History Month. Um, yes, and we know that great. we're moving into Women's History Month and we'll have more fun topics. I think we have to make sure next month we dive a little deeper into the hair topic. I like to call it more oh,
0: yeah. Black must. History Month.
1: Okay. It there's is a continuation okay. of Black History Month.
0: Exactly. Yes. I know you're discussing no. more than just you like know, uh, Black women in Disney films next month, but I just, for me personally, March is just Black history adjacent. I hear you. I hear you. I'm on
1: board. I'm on board. And so we will <laughs> I like it. be back next week with more Disney news and Disney. Uh, but for now, good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.